You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Lift your hands again and thank the Lord for his presence. Glory to God. You know that some of you, the Spirit of God has already spoken to you. Amen. The Holy Ghost has already whispered to you. And you're living here with that witness in your heart. One of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to bear witness. It says we have this witness. You know. It says we have an unction and we know. You know how someone stands up from a place and just knows that the matter has been settled. You just know that the answer has come. It is done. So some of you, that's what happened while we're worshiping. Praise the Lord. That's what happened. But the picture that is coming to my heart is a picture of Isaac speaking to Esau and saying, go and get me venison. Make me savory meat. Such as my, I love. Amen. You know, you know the type I like. Amen. Such as I love. And then, Jacob went to bring it. Amen. At that time, it didn't matter who brought it. As long as the venison is there, there will be a release. Tonight, we've given him venison, such as he loves. There are many pictures in that small story. In a picture, Isaac stands as God. And Esau is supposed to be the first son. But Jacob got the blessing. It looks like Israel and the church. We are the ones who will worship him in spirit and in truth. 
will give him exactly what he wants. But I want to just focus on the pronouncements Isaac made when the venison was given. He said, the Lord give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. He wasn't just talking. The scripture talks about the dew of heaven. The dew of heaven. Hallelujah. Whenever we come into the presence of God and we worship, is that dew of heaven we enjoy. Amen. That dew of heaven. That comes to make every hard thing on the earth soft. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. We need to do every day. Glory to God. And you're living here with that dew of heaven. That dew of heaven. The dew of heaven is a sign of heaven's approval. Amen. Are we together? You know how sometimes you are trying to do something. I've seen people that are really gifted and connected. But something is missing. Amen. Something is missing. Have you heard them say something like, that guy is supposed to be the governor. That guy is supposed to be the president. He did everything, but just something was just missing. The dew of heaven is that something. Amen. And we're living here with that dew of heaven. Amen. That dew of heaven. The thing about the dew of heaven is that it doesn't, sh you don't know when it's coming. You just see the effects. It's even from rain. Amen. It's even from rain. You see when rain is falling. But dew it doesn't look like anything is happening. But suddenly everywhere is wet. Amen. Suddenly everywhere is wet. And we are enjoying that dew of heaven today. Amen. May you function with that dew of heaven. And then he said, and the fatness of the earth. Because the earth can also give you leanness. But he said the fatness, the abundance that is in the earth. You know, one of the Psalms talked about, it says, then you will praise him and the earth will yield her increase. That's the fatness of the earth. You shall eat the good of the land. Not the crime in the land. Not the violence of the land. What? The good of the land. 
So two people are staying in the same place. One is complaining about what's happening to him in this town. You are rejoicing about what is happening for you in this town. May the fatness of the earth be yours. The dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. King James Version. And plenty of corn and wine. In this context, he's talking about prosperity. Hallelujah. As you live here today, you carry an air, an atmosphere of prosperity. You carry an atmosphere of prosperity. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Psalm 16, verse 11, it says, Thou will show me the path of life. For in thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. We're in that presence. We're living here with fullness of joy fullness of joy and pleasures pleasures are things you like amen are you getting me pleasures are things that you like things that make you happy glory to god i want you to just look at your neighbor say what makes you happy no actually what makes you happy is at your right hand amen Listen, what at your right hand means is reachable. It's reachable. But I like the part that says he will show me the path of life. I like that one. That scripture in Psalm 16 is about resurrection. Death and resurrection. He said, he will not keep my soul in hell. Neither will the Holy One see corruption. He was talking about the experience of death before death happened. So the psalmist, by prophecy, was prophesying and releasing the code that Jesus will use to resurrect. I want to announce to you, for every challenge you will meet this year, the code for resurrection has already been released. The password... To bring you out has already been released. So, he died. Jesus died. But he was sure. Do you know what it means? Death is, nobody went into death and knew the road out. You didn't hear me. The Bible talks about the abyss. It talks about the bottomless pits. Are you understanding me? So nobody entered there. If they knew the way out, they would have come out. It's not just that it's locked. You can't even see your way. Amen. Are we together? That's darkness. You, don't, you can't see your way out. So now Jesus was going to die. And he's supposed to resurrect again. God has to show him the path of life. The path of life is the way out of death. 
is how to come out from hell. Amen. See, pass like this and come out. Amen. If not, you would have heard that Jesus died, he didn't come again. Because there was no way out. Are we together? There was no way out. But the scripture has already prophesied that his soul will not be left in hell. That means the spirit of God will come for him. He will resurrect again. Hallelujah. He will see the path of life. For us, let me explain what it means. It means that there is no darkness you will enter that he will not show you the path of life. I don't know what trouble you are in today, but may your eye open to see the path of life. The path of life is the, it's another way of saying the way out. <laughs> you know something about the way out? It, it might not look like the way you are thinking. That's why sometimes you are praying in tongues. You are in trouble. You are praying in tongues. You are praying, praying in tongues. You are praying to oh God. Okay, first, you are thinking in your head. Okay, I'll go and meet that man to talk to him. I'll go and meet this person. I'll go and meet this person. All the people you are trying to meet is not going to work. Then you start praying in tongues. Then the Holy Ghost tells you to shout three times. That's the part of life. Amen. The Holy Ghost tells you to shout. Oh, or you go to church. He says, run. That instruction of the Spirit is the part of life. If you don't follow it, you won't come out. That's why there are some believers that 10 years, 12 years, 20 years, they're still in that situation because they've refused to see the path of life. He called it the path of life. Have you not read in Psalm 23? He leads me in the paths for his name. He leads me. He's the, he has to lead you. You can't find it by yourself. He has to lead you. And in this service, someone is being led. Someone is being shown the path of life. For some of you, it's financial death you are in. You are owing, the, you are owing, what, you know when you say death upon death. Are you understanding me? You are owing. What you are owing is to pay the person that you are owing. To pay the other person that you are owing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So even if they give you money now, you'll, be pay, you'll say to the person that you collect money from, that collected money from there. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's how it is for you. It's layers of debt. There's no way out. In short, you have been living like that. Only God can show you the path of life. So when you come for meetings like this, you are listening not just with your two ears. You're listening with your heart. Amen. And you are looking, not just with your two eyes, you are looking with your heart. Amen. When Peter and John met the man by the, by, the, by the gate called Beautiful, he said, look on us. He's not talking about physical look. Look on us. He says, pay attention. What he was coming to say is that I have the path of life for you. Amen. The path of life is going to come now, but look on us. Was the man already looking at them? No. He was telling him something. And then he said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Or stand on your feet and walk. And he stood up. That's the part of Why couldn't he stand up before? He didn't have the part of life. He didn't know the way out of being crippled. Amen. Are we together? He didn't know how to come out of that state. Some of you here are emotionally crippled today see the path of life 
see the path of life and come out. I met people that were timid. There's a difference between timidity and humility. Timid about everything. And because of that timidity, they've lost opportunities. Advantages that were their own. Because they won't stretch and take it. Because they won't ask for it. It will pass them by. Then God shows them the way of life. Amen. How to break out of that personality limitation. Are you understanding me? Listen, some of you think, say, that's just how I am. Listen, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You will do how you are not. Amen. Are we together? Say, that's just how I am. No, 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 no. He will show you the part of life. I remember a testimony that happened. It was my dad. Years ago. They had an issue in the place of work. And, um, and the... They decided that they were going to suspend them. And then they did so. So, when he left, two things happened. Number one, they came home. I was young at that time. And he came with a letter. A church was a sack. He came with a letter. And then dropped the letter in the sitting room on the center table. And then he came with some friends. They started dancing around the letter. I thought he was promoted. Are you understanding me? So, we're all happy. They danced around the letter. After dancing, praising God, they had a crusade that day. It was a Friday. They all packed their bags and went for the crusade. Well, later I said, oh, so they, um, that they promoted that day or something. They gave him something in the office. Say no, he was sacked. <laughs> that didn't I still remember the scripture my dad was quoting I still remember it I was young I don't think I was up to 11 or 12 at that time maybe 10 or 9 and he talked about King Sennacherib how that when a letter was written by the king to the prophet to the, to the Israelite king he took the letter and placed it before God and said God you can read so he also, they brought the letter and said, God, read the letter they wrote to us. And then they were dancing around. That was the part of life. Amen. That praise that they did was the part of life that God showed to them. Then they, they traveled, went for the crusade. A lady that is a secretary in the office that serves the MD and all those people, coffee and tea, very quiet, timid lady, went to serve tea, and they were having a meeting. All the people that were involved in the sack, as she entered there, the Spirit of God came upon her. She said, Thus said the Lord, if you don't bring those men in, all of you will go out one after the other the same way. And she began to speak words that only they knew in their hearts. They recalled everybody back. That lady had never been rude to anybody. After that day, she went back to her timidity. Are you understand what I'm saying? 
Listen to me. He will show you your part of life. <laughs> he will show you the part of life. How to come out. It might not be the same for everybody. But you see, as you are listening, as you are watching, you will see. You will hear. When you hear testimonies of some people, that's what happened. He showed them the part of life. It's not about trying to do what somebody else did. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's my, it's, I told someone, I said, if it is hard, it's not the Holy Ghost. Sometimes the problem is how foolish and simple it looks. Are we together? How foolish and simple it looks. That's why people makes the people not even do it. So he's showing you the part of life. I say, ah, how can it be that one? If it's that one, I would have come out of that problem since. But it is that one. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. It is that one. When I share that testimony of that fellow that had been praying and fasting to change to medicine. And then in his prayer and fasting, he has been on it. The door had closed. They said, no more. Then the Lord told him, go and meet Brother TB. And he came to look for me in my room. And then he started by apologizing. Um, I said, I want to apologize for something. Uh, I was among the people that laughed at you one time. I said, which time? <laughs> He explained. I said, I didn't even know they laughed at me. He said, okay, I want to apologize for that one first. But God said I should come and meet you. That you will give, this is the language you say, you will give me faith to enter medicine. <laughs> That's his own interpretation. He said, you will give me faith to enter medicine. No. The part of life was with me. Are you understanding me? How we cross, how he will come out of that place that he has been in. If he didn't come, I don't know, but he likely will be there forever. Amen. There are certain circumstances, the reason they have not changed is not because of God. It's not because of God. It's not because of God. And then he came there, he sat down, and I started sharing with him. He said, now enter medicine. And he left my room and he's a doctor. Amen. Now you say, okay, 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 okay. That's, if he could enter before, why could, why did he, no, 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 you don't understand. Listen, when the, when, thank you Lord. In Luke 5, when Peter was trying to catch fish, the Bible said they are told all nights and caught nothing. The doors were closed. If it is in Africa, they will say his village people have done something in his business. Because now, the Bible didn't say he caught some. He said he caught nothing. If not that it is Bible, it looks like an exaggeration. How can someone go out? At least you will catch that pole now or something. <laughs> he caught nothing. Then Jesus said, let down your nets. For a drought. That's part of life has opened for him. Amen. The same place where he caught nothing. Now he had a net breaking catch. That is somebody's story this evening. 
You know why some people don't take quantum leaps in life? It's not because the opportunity is not there. It's just because they don't see it. So, the opportunities can even come and be discussing with you. You won't see it. Receive that faculty that makes you see. I don't know if some of you have read the popular story of... um, Adenuga's son. It's a lengthy story, but just how that he almost bought Chevron. All right? The Chevron, you know. Amen. You know that type they say in Pigeon English, it remains small. And he was under 30 at that time. But when you told the story, there's a lot you learn from the story. The man that would have given him the key, he met him, but he didn't see him. He met him. He wanted the man on his team for them to work together and go and negotiate. But the man's shakara was too much. I beg, he can get another person. So he allowed the man to go. That means that as he was playing his cards, he came around all the people that mattered. It was later he found out that the man to make the decision himself was that man. He didn't know the man was connected to it in any way. If he had hired him, he said, how much was the money? It was not about money, it was about ego. Uh-uh. Why you are doing too much, self? I can, I can do without him. That was it. Let me say something to you. The biggest thing that is about to happen in your life is not far from you now. It's not far from you. Now, this thing I'm saying to you, live with this consciousness for the next six months. You will have a story. Listen, the next biggest thing that will happen in your life is not far from you. It's not far from you. It's not far from you at all. The prayer is, let me see. Let me see. Because it's not far from you. You know, sometimes, one of the ways that we have breakthrough experiences, let me use the language, that you break new grounds in life, is to look back at your life if you've been a Christian and look at the times that you had you broke new grounds what was happening around those periods most of the time when those same elements come together again another new new ground will open for you are we together? in essence you can repeat success. Did you hear me? You can repeat big moments. Now, listen, you know, there are there are regular 
achievements of progress in the life of every living thing. That's not what I'm talking about. Amen. That's not what I'm talking about. You used to have one shirt. You now have four. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. You are staying in um, a one-bedroom flat. You moved to two. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, oh boy, now maybe this. Are you understand what I'm saying? Are you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about, uh, uh. come and see what God has done. You know that kind of thing? That's what I'm talking about. Those kind of experiences. If you've had one or two in your life, sit down. That's why it's good for people that keep records. Sit down and look back at what happened. Some are connected to the people you met. Some are connected to the things you were doing at that time. You will find that it can happen again. Amen. And it can happen again. I don't know about you, but if something happens, especially something really great, I'm concerned about because, listen, this, law, this earth functions with the law of cause and effect. Nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. Even a miracle, a miracle can be explained. It's just that it cannot be mentally explained, but it has a spiritual explanation. So you can sit down and then as you're praying in tongues and looking back, God will open your eye and say, it was this thing. I was sitting with a sister some years back, not too long ago, in our former office then, before we moved here. And um, she had a problem. Everything was just upside down. She was down, she was having financial issues, you know, everything was just that. And just before that time, everything was fine. So she said she doesn't even understand again. You know, as she was complaining to me, and I was okay. I was not trying to find out what it was. I was just trying to help her come out of where, where, wherever she was. So in the course of her conversation, she now made a statement. Because I was tuned to help her, I heard and I saw. She was talking to me. Then she said, um, this is my, the other my phone is bad. You know? Because I, 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 well, the first one I asked, I said, let's suppose this is March. Uh, this is March, right? And I said, when did this, your problem start? He said, I just noticed that from when I entered February or so, from first week of February, I could not even explain what was happening to me anymore. I cannot even worship. I can't, prayers I used to pray, you know, things my business was going down, everything just one kind, you know, you know how people talk. I said, okay. Then we started talking about something, and then she now said when her phone was bad, uh, went bad, that this one now is a different phone. I said, okay. And that phone, eh, that phone was a good phone. I said, what was good about the phone? She said, ah, when I had that phone, every day messages in my ear. But the phone now went bad. I said, when? end of January, first week of February, I said, okay. You see, 
there are things that Satan knows that are triggers for the experiences you are having that you don't know they are triggers. Are we together? You are not that conscious, but Satan knows. And then he came and took the phone. Praise God. It's not about phone, but it's not phone, it's not the issue. There's something of greater value. He has seen that anytime she listens to the messages, she sees the path of life. Amen. She sees the path of life. She keeps entering new levels. Okay, if this phone is not there, she won't listen to messages again. And true to type, as she stopped listening to messages, that was what happened. I said, that was it. She said, you know that kind of thing? She said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. That kind of moment. And by going back, everything, you don't even need to, but just going back to do that, you've understood that. There are some of you here I'm talking to. Now, your next big moment is just a repetition of something that's happened before. Amen. 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 Are we together? You'll be amazed. See, there is nothing like truth that is permanent in your heart. No. If you don't sustain the truth you have received, it will slip from you. Amen. It will slip from you. You can catch a revelation. You're walking in it. If you don't stay with it, it will slip from you. It will slip from you. You'll be amazed that, okay, okay, when, when you were at a social place, you know, you, you used to wake up every morning and just spend uh, 15 minutes worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord. You used, were doing it because, oh, that period used to have lights. <laughs> then said, the light is this light. Because there's light, you know, it will be playing music. Of the lights. You know, yeah, the transformer is blown. Boosh. The transformer is blown has nothing to do with the entire prem- compound or area you live in. It's just your worship. That thing you are doing. That's what this light is about. Week number one, they've not fixed it. Week number two, they've not fixed it. You wake up that day, you say, ah, there's no light. Let me do something else. You wake up the next day, there's no light. He has oft put off your worship life. You get to the office for the first time. You are insulting somebody. Because I used to keep quiet, you think, you think I don't know what I'm doing. I will show you that I'm not just, I'm not. They say, what happened to her? What happened to her? What happened to him? You yourself, you don't even know what's happening to you. Glory to God. There are some people that were, see, there are some times where the Holy Ghost sets you up for success. I call it setup of the Holy Ghost. He just sets you up. He just, hap- it just happened to be that, oh, you met somebody in church, you know? They said, ah, how far now? Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, ah, you came early. Um, let me try to come early. When I come early, I just spend like 30 minutes praying before service. I say, hey, let's pray now. Let's pray. You prayed with the person. Because I started praying with the person. You didn't understand that that was a set of the Holy Ghost to put you in that position, in that exercise of constant prayer. It was in that period that you were praying 30 minutes before service, 30 minutes before service, 30 minutes before service. They called you from Abuja. Uh-huh. Are you the one that submitted a process six months ago? Um, yeah, we, we just saw the this now. We want to attend to it. They send it in to you. 
You say, oh boy, levels have changed. Amen. Then you travel to Abuja, go and set it. When you come back, I said, I'm very busy now. I won't be able to do that 30 minutes of prayer. You understand that? But um, what I'll do for you is that anytime you want to pray, I've told them to give you Coke or Martina. Week one, you, didn't, you, have, you are pursuing the thing that you caught now. Week two, week three, week four, week five. After a while, the people that are giving you the thing, you're not going to say, um, my MD is saying that we should withdraw the, this thing you know, because um, I, we're thinking we made a mistake. <laughs> he said, no, it's not a mistake. Pastor, <laughs> we need to pray. No, 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 no. There are certain things that make certain things work. That's the best way I can put it. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So today, the greatest prayer is, let me see. 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 In our finances, it's the same thing. You can sit down. I don't know what are the best financial moments you've had. Or career moments that you've had. There are some of you that are enjoying something now. Sit down and find out what are the elements. Amen. That came together for you. Find out. And preserve them. Glory to God. Did you hear me? Preserve them. They asked Bishop David Eriko. How did all these people come here? He said, I danced all of them down. He found out that every time he comes, he would dance about the service that people will come. He said, I'm not really dancing. I will dance now. Are you understanding me? He will, are you understanding me? <laughs> Glory to God. The man of God said, he found out that the more he loved his wife, the more the work was explained. That's not a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. He didn't tell me to love another person. It's my wife. No problem. <laughs> how does that connect? Sometimes we don't know all the details. You know, that's not how technology is. Do you know all the details of how this light is working? But are we not using it? Are we not using it? Do you know all the details? You don't know all the details. They're using it. So that technology... That will give you your next big moment. Amen. You might not know all, but you just know that they say, stay here, do like this, stay with it. Glory to God. Stay with it. Imagine Samson. He was told about his hair. Glory to God. His hair. Maybe he didn't take it seriously until they took off the hair. The Bible says he shook himself and knew not that the Spirit of God had left him. Ah, uh-uh. nothing happened. He tried to throw them down. No way. He do like this. No way. They just carry the man. Are you understanding me? Ah, uh-uh. he's fighting, but they are just carrying him. Are you understanding me? A guy that before now. Uh-uh. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? They took him. He had to respect that is the hair. He had to wait until the hair grew again. Amen. Am I communicating? So how, now what that shows us is how spiritual things are. Hallelujah. That's what it shows to us. 
how spiritual things are. One more. Moses, they're fighting against the Amalekites. He discovered that when he lifts his hand, they're winning. When he brings his hand down, they start losing. Uh -uh. Moses, wait, wait, wait. Lift the hand again. Eh? <laughs> Bring the hand down again. Eh? Uh -huh. are, are you understanding? He just discovered that if he lifts his hand, they, there are some of you, that hand, you will know what that hand is that you are supposed to lift. That's what I'm saying, to see, to know what is the hand. So, Aaron and Hall, they came on one side and said, we'll hold the hand. They hold the hand up, put a stone under the hand, kept the hand up until they have defeated everybody. Somebody else might not know. You say, kill them, kill them. Then they're killing you. Say, hey, hey, they start winning. Kill them, kill them. <laughs> are you understanding me? Are you, you get, because you don't even know what's working. Now some of you are living your life. Amen. You don't even know what is the, what is working. Glory to God. Amen. For some of you, you don't even know that every time you come and partake of the communion, the communion has preserved you from, you know, you don't see, say, what's Corona? Corona is a learning work. The things that have been waiting for you. Every time it's about to pounce on you, you say, thank you for the blood. Thank you for my body is healed. So, oh God, frustration. Then one day you'll come and say, I don't like the sister that is serving the communion. I will not eat. <laughs> you ask whether, sister, whether you're eating into the sister or you're eating into Jesus. <laughs> Amen. I don't, I don't like the sister that is serving the communion. I'm not going to eat. Don't eat now. Don't eat. You will soon know. Amen. Am I communicating? Let me tell you what the graciousness of God does for us. The graciousness of God sets up several access points to power. Several access points to help for us. So when you see a believer now getting stranded, he, he must have been really, really disobedient. Are you understand what I'm saying? Because there will be many, many points. Okay, you miss the communion. You say, okay, you miss the communion. Okay, you normally used to go and greet your cell leader after every, every service. Oh, cell leader, I'm going. You say, God bless you. That God bless you, you say. He didn't say like a prophet, oh. But he said, God bless you. He say, thank you. You go. He does something. He say, no, I'm my cell leader, the way he's doing his face, I'm not even going to greet him. I'm not even going to greet him. You go home. Somebody's normally always send you chat messages. You know, maybe a brother in church or a sister in church. How are you? This, that, that, that. You know? Uh, what did you learn from church? They say, I better leave me alone. It's, are you understand what's happening to you? Satan is on your case. He's on your case. Listen. Hedges don't just accidentally fall away. Did you hear me? No. It doesn't happen like that. There will be warnings. There will be several opportunities for averting it that will come. Several. May your eyes see. Amen. Your next big moment is around you. It's not far from your reach. It's around you. Some are located in people. Some are located in places. 
Are you understanding me? They're around you. You will see it. I end with this testimony. This place, we would have missed it. Are we, to, are we together? We would have missed it. We are doing services here, renting the place. Other churches were using the place. We had one church at the back, one using another day. Other people were using the place. We come, we set up, we pack our things and go. Then, for prophecy to be fulfilled, it enters somebody's heart first. It started like a quarrel. I don't know how. But they came together and said, we are tired of running this place. Let us give out the place. Then the caretaker decided that he was going to inform me just as he's informing others. I still remember I was somewhere in the church hall. I think we had closed. Either it Thursday or Saturday. I'm not sure what day it was again. So I walked up to meet him. They said he was looking for me. I walked up to the door. How, how are you? He said, fine. He said, hey, okay, I just said, let me inform you for the sake of informing you. Um, that month must have been maybe August or July, if I'm not mistaken. He said, by December, you will stop using this place. I said, why? He said, because we have agreed that they're going to give out the place. So I just, I'm supposed to inform you. So I said, okay, thank you. As I was going, I just said, but his name is Elijah. I said, Elijah, is it like this you'll be informing me that kind of thing? There was no hello around me. I didn't feel anything. I just spoke. I said, ah, is it like this you'll be informing me? I, you know, I'd walk back before I went back to him. I said, ah, Elijah, I don't like the way you're even telling me. Is it like that you'll be informing me about that kind of thing? You know, I said, oh, God. they say, make I tell you, I don't tell you. I said, let me just tell you. I said, no, no, I don't like the way you're telling me. So I said, am I not your biggest client? I said, I'm your biggest client. He says, true, true, true. I said, I'm your biggest client. It's not like this you'll be telling me. Are people not supposed to formally come and inform me? What do they want to do the place? He said, I said, are you thinking I cannot take the place? He now laughed. They, you know this kind of laughter like I was joking? <laughs> he just laughed. I said, no, are you thinking that we cannot take the place? I said, how much do they want to give the place? He said, he doesn't know the amount. But he just said it should for me. It's not about they want to give or not. I, I should just be ready to go. I said, okay, who is in charge? I want to meet the person. I've been here before. Years ago. This same conversation, it had happened before. Are you understanding me? Where I say, who is in charge? Even me, as I'm going to meet the person, I don't know what I'm going to say. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But that spirit of faith, when it starts tugging you, follow it. And someone here, it will tug at your heart this week. It will tug at your heart this month. Follow it. It will lead you to first-time miracles. Follow it. It will lead you to first-time miracles. I followed it. So he said, okay, uh, I, will call, I will call the man. Uh, later, I met him again after some weeks. Have you told the man? He has not told him. Tell him. He said, you serious? Say yes. He told the man. The man was angry because the way he told the man was like, I said the man should come here. I said, no, 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 no. I said, we'll go and meet him. The person that is in charge. For whatever reason, I told my wife, 
Come with me. Let's go and see the person. Now, this is the miracle. As we were going into the place, they directed us. We arrived. As we were going upstairs, we sat down. My wife says, like I've been here before. I say, were you here? Where? How? Why? Yes, <laughs> here. He says, like I've been here before. You know? She just said it to me, but they were already talking to us. So she said, I've been here before. Then the man kept talking and talking. And then I introduced, we introduced ourselves. Then my wife asked him a question. And it was on point. Her father and that family had a connection. He said, are you so-so's child? Ah, we are one. (laughs) Conversation change. Are you understanding me? He said, okay, so what do you actually want? I said, I heard that so-so. He said, ah, my job is just to uh, help hear all the people that are going to bid for it and so on and so forth. This is the amount we are looking at. If you can pay that amount, then we'll say, I looked at the amount. The amount sounded big when they mentioned it. <clears throat> so okay. When I went back, listen to me. Nothing is big. It's how you are hearing it. It's how you are thinking about it. When I went back and I sat down, and I calculated how much we were paying every month. It was about the same thing with what they mentioned. It's just that we'll pay it at once. I said, ah, if it's like that, we can pay now. You understand that? And I came and said, okay, we will pay. You know after when you say, we will pay, sit down and say, hey, 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 hey. You know, you know, say, hey, 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 you are looking for trouble, oh. That's where the whole story started. It was a long journey. It took us time. Because they added money on top of that money. Are you understand what I'm saying? They increased it by 50%. Are you still doing? I said, I will do. <laughs> you understand that? Okay, okay, okay. Then all the obstacles came. Then we started praying. Listen to me. That same big moment... I've entered it before. Amen. Amen. Are we together? I've entered it before. I'm sharing this with you because as I'm talking, you will see how you can repeat the next leap you are about to take in life in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what big moment you have had before now. You have, I'm saying, I sense someone right now. The big moment is really at your doorstep. It's just right, right, right at your doorstep. It's so near you. Your eye will see it. Do you know that that guy, I see him every day. It was near me. Would have passed it. Are you understanding me? Would have passed it. If I didn't ask him, why, 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 why are you telling me like that? That's where the conversation started. If I didn't say that, it would have passed. It would have passed. Stretch your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Big moments. You won't pass me by. Stand on your feet. Say big moments. Hear my voice. I will see you. You won't pass me by. Remember Abraham was sitting in front of his house. And God with two angels were passing in front of his house. They would have passed. They would have passed. They didn't talk to Abraham. They were just passing. 
God was passing. God was passing. Abraham said, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Before you continue on your journey, can you just sit a little? Let me just give you malt. Amen. Give you malt. Just drink malt before you continue. It's okay now. And they sat down. And then they said, by this time next year, at the time of life, Sarah will give birth. Ah, uh-uh. ah. You carry my destiny now. You are passing. And you were passing. Listen to me. Like Abraham, you will see. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. That person, that person, that man, that opportunity is actually God. Are we together? It's God. But this time you will see him. You will see him. I see you. You will say, I, I see you. I see you. Can we pray in tongues for a minute or so? For that faculty to see, to see the next big moment, the next big, big breakthrough, the next new ground you are entering into, that you will see. We 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 see. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for seeing eyes. We thank you for hearing ears. We thank you for seeing eyes and hearing ears. That thing, we see it. That next level, we touch it. In the name of Jesus. I declare first time miracles are breaking out. Upon us. In Jesus name. And let me say loud amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of